you're in the Freedom Hut. Thanks for listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Get the latest from Buck at BuckSexton.com. Team Buck, welcome to the Freedom Hut. It is Monday. We are racked and stacked with so much to get into. Fauci says others have a right to mask you up. That's right. Your rights don't matter because they have a right to not have your air breathed in their direction. Obama's throwing a 500 person birthday on Martha's Vineyard. So much for the Delta variant. Plus, the eviction moratorium is expiring and New York City will not mandate masks. But New York State wants private sector uh, vaccine mandate so we will get into that and more but first you know if you're running a business hr issues can be a total nightmare i mean hr issues can kill you that's why you got wrongful termination suits minimum wage requirements labor regulations all these things you have to be thinking about and hr manager salaries aren't cheap an average of seventy thousand dollars a year bambi spelled b-a-m-b-e-e was created specifically for small business You can get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance all for just $99 a month. With Bambi, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. Your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. From onboarding determinations, they customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day-to-day all for just $99 a month. It's month-to-month no hidden fees, and you can cancel anytime. You didn't start your business because you wanted to spend time on HR compliance. Let Bambi help get your free, that's right, free HR audit today. Go to Bambi.com slash buck right now to schedule your free HR audit. That's B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash buck right now. B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash buck. The Fouch. Dr. Fauci, he's still out there trying to tell everybody that you need to have vaccine mandates in place, but not really. But maybe it's the private sector that's supposed to do it. And also you have to mask up. Oh, he's not the only one. Governor Cuomo of New York, the worst of all of the pandemic governors, which is a remarkable feat, right? That's an incredible accomplishment to be the worst in that field. He's saying Oh, have you got a private business? Maybe the answer is for you to tell people they have to have a mask. I mean, I mean, a vaccine vaccine would be good, but I'm not going to make you get a vaccine. I'm just going to say you cannot go to a grocery store or a drug store or a store without a without a vaccine that will uh, show you that you got the vaccine. Here he is. Private businesses, I am asking them and suggesting to them go to vaccine-only admission. Go to vaccine-only admission. Vaccine-only admission for the private businesses. Uh, So this is, remember, a governor who under emergency powers has taken the authority upon himself to shut down businesses, to shut down whole sectors of the economy, really. And so when a governor like that says, I want you to put a vaccine mandate in place, if businesses don't do it, how long before he just says, "Okay, I tried, Mr. Nice Guy, but now instead of being Mr. Nice Guy, I'm going to be Mr. Mean Guy, which is actually who I am. But I pretend otherwise with the cameras on. 
and you will get a vaccine because you must get a right. You, you see this. You see how this goes. Meanwhile, while we're being told that New York City looks like is not doing the mask mandate here in the city, uh, de Blasio, though, is pushing all out for vaccines. There are these other places. There are these other instances of pretty rank hypocrisy going on uh, when it comes to the situation right now of the Delta variant. I bring you Mayor Bowser of D.C., who is getting a lot of attention right now for being a covid mask hypocrite, violating her own mandate. Uh, She went maskless indoors. According to the Washington Examiner on Saturday night, she officiated a wedding at the line, a five star hotel in Adams Morgan in Washington, D.C. Bowser is pictured at a table without a mask. And the Washington Examiner said Bowser was sitting at a table that wasn't designated for her during wedding toast, didn't wear a mask, even though she was not actively eating or drinking. So she gets to officiate a wedding and be indoors at the wedding. This is the mayor of Washington, D.C., our nation's capital, with no mask on. And then what do they say? Oh, don't believe those those stupid lying photos or whatever that you've got. Believe our press office when we say that the mayor was wearing a mask. But hold on a second. The mayor was not wearing a mask. Oh, no, those are your lying eyes again. Don't pay attention to those. And you've got Mayor Bowser. You've also got former President Barack Obama, who in Martha's Vineyard is having a 500-person birthday at his $12 million estate. Yeah. Barack Obama, one of the wealthiest, most influential, powerful people in the world. Um, but but don't forget, you know, in in this country, we do not have enough discussions about oppressiveness and racism. We don't have enough of those discussions at all. Side note, Barack Obama is the most powerful person in Democrat politics and is worth probably a hundred, a couple of hundred million dollars at this point and could be worth a billion by the time, you know, it's, it's all said and done. But yeah, that's right. We, we let's let's have more conversations in this country about the victimology narrative that Democrats are constantly pushing on on everyone and at all times through intersectionality. But I digress. Um, let's get into the reality here of the circumstances of the Delta variant at this point in time. The Delta variant is spreading very rapidly, but it does not seem to be more lethal or even more likely to hospitalize in at least considerable enough numbers that we can see it. But we're still being told that there's this need for panic. There's a need for more mandates, uh, more restrictions, all that stuff. Meanwhile, Barack Obama is going to throw a 500 person party. Now, you could say, oh, it's going to be mostly outdoors. I assure you that there will be people going in and out of and indoors in the $12 million Martha's Vineyard estate. And let me be clear, I have no problem with Barack Obama throwing a five, not that anyone would care, right? It's not like anyone needs my permission, but I'm saying I'm not criticizing him for throwing a 500-person birthday party where the Smashing Pumpkins 90s rock band will be playing, etc. That's, look, he's made his money, he's a wealthy, influential guy, he should be allowed to enjoy with his family and whoever's pretending to be his friend at any point in time. That's fine. But 
Let's be honest here about the fact that if this were not Barack Obama, if it were a prominent, if Ron DeSantis of Florida were throwing a 500 person birthday party in Florida right now, anywhere, they would be screaming bloody murder about it. They'd be saying that Ron DeSantis was running an experiment in human sacrifice. That's what would be that's what the narrative would be. That's what we'd be hearing about. And it just shows you how dishonest these Democrats are about all of this stuff. They're constantly dishonest about covid. They pretend that you should be terrified when they themselves, generally speaking, aren't the least bit afraid, but they love the power. They love the power that they have over other people, which brings me to why they also think they're the good guys here with their desire to expand mandates around vaccines. Right. It was voluntary for a while because, you know, they said they respect freedom, too. They respect the right to choose the vaccine, but actually they don't. Now they're trying to see if they can uh, get away with forcing it on you. Do a major vaccination drive for kids 12 years old and up. And look, I'm a parent. My kids went to New York City public schools. If my kids were going to school in September, I would be running to get them vaccinated right now. And and like was said a moment ago, yeah, we used to do this as parents all the time for a variety of vaccinations. We've got to shake people at this point and say, come on now. We tried voluntary. You know, we could not have been more kind and compassionate as a country. Free testing everywhere you turn. Incentives, friendly, warm embrace. The voluntary phase is over. We can keep doing those things. I'm not saying shut it down. I'm saying voluntary alone doesn't work. It's time for mandates because it's the only way to protect our people. Time for mandates. That's right. That's what you're hearing here from de Blasio and others. They want to make you do this stuff. It was, it's not acceptable to ask. Now it's using the force of the state. Have you seen all the protests going on in France and Germany over vaccine mandates? Why is that? Why aren't you seeing that? People being pulled out of brasseries in Paris by men all dressed in black and riot gear with batons out bludgeoning people that, that resist because they don't want vaccine mandates, folks. In Germany, you watch elderly people protesting, being thrown to the ground by police clad head to toe in black riot gear. You see this happening. You see this if you look for it. But why doesn't our media have any interest in really covering this? Gee, I wonder. Maybe because if people saw that in Germany and France, countries that we think of, although if you look at history, not really true, are less violent in their nature than we are, according to our own media, there are agents of the state who are willing to crack you over the head with a baton because you don't want to be forced to take an emergency vaccine that you may have already been infected with the virus for, and there is no scientific basis in that case whatsoever, whatsoever for you to even get that vaccine. And there are side effects and there are medical freedom and liberty issues at stake. But shut up, get the shot, or they're going to take a baton and club you over the head with it. Because that's what they're doing in Germany. The police have arrived here. We hear you're not taking the vaccines fast enough. So we will lock you up in a tiny cell. 
because we're the kind of gentler, gentler Germany these days. Don't you see? Take the vaccine or else. That's how they actually feel about it. I mean, they do. They've got guys with polizei on their chest running around saying, how dare you defy the lockdowns? In Australia, a country that has produced, there's so many Aussies that I meet that I just genuinely like. I just find Aussies to be culturally and otherwise just a really likable people. Uh, They've deployed the military to enforce lockdowns and they're fining people $500 for mask violations. It's crazy. It's a police state now over COVID. And you know what would really be the truth here? If they, they, people should just understand we're at a point now where if you really look at what's happening, you look at the data, you're either going to get the vaccine or you're going to get COVID and you're just making a choice. And by the way, maybe if you get the vaccine, you're still going to get COVID, as you see, but that's unlikely. It's unlikely, which the press is not focusing on right now because they'd prefer that everybody be terrified. But that's where we are. I mean, you the choice really is getting COVID or get vaccinated. That's really the choice that we all face right now. It's just a question of the timeline. This stuff is it's like the choice between getting a, a vaccine and getting a let's say and getting a cold. The colds are out there. I don't know anybody who's never gotten a cold. At some point, you're going to get at some point, you're probably going to get covid. So you could be me and just get it and roll with it. And by the way, if you're old and, and in ill health, that could be really serious. I have a friend who's barely 50 who was in the hospital with COVID. I know this stuff is nasty sometimes. I was knocked out for a week. I had horrible back pain. I, I was like practically begging my doctor for a you know, Percocet or something. Of course, they didn't give me anything. It is what it is. But it was really painful for a few days. But I've already had it. Would I get the vaccine if I never had COVID? Probably just to give an extra layer of protection so that when I'm around my my parents, but I'd have to, you know, I'd, I'd want to talk to them about it. But they know that I 100 percent had covid scientifically, medically proven and that all the studies, including out of the Cleveland Clinic, one of the most reputable uh, institutions of medicine in the country, have shown that natural immunity is just as good, if not better than vaccine immunity. So really, it's just. You know, pick your poison. Do you want to just wait until you get COVID or do you want to get a vaccine and try to either avoid it altogether as an infection or have a much lesser version of it? That seems to be where we really are. But instead of just speaking honestly to people about that, the state, the big S state, likes the authority that it has, likes the position that it's in and would prefer people are both uh, terrified and compliant. And that's going to bring me into the discussion about masks in just a second. But first, Look, I've been using this on-demand service you get from Podium with a bunch of different companies, and it's a game changer. Here's what Podium is. It's a text messaging service, okay? It makes your business easy as can be because when texts get opened, business gets done. All your employees can text from a single inbox with Podium, offering a smoother experience for your customers. Answering questions, send a text. Collecting reviews, send a text. Scheduling an appointment, text. Payment collection, text. I so prefer this to when I get an annoying phone call, have to sit on hold with customer service. So as a customer who's been on the other end of using Podium with a business, let me tell you, when you experience this as a person working in a business, you realize I've got to have this. So set up Podium for your business, home service providers, local service professionals, retailers. You need to try Podium out. 
It's going to make everything for your business easier. It's going to make more people want to do business with you. Just think about it. everything you got to do. Checking on an appointment, text, getting a payment, text, rescheduling, text. It's just easy as can be. Game changer for your business. Today's customers expect on-demand everything, even from local businesses. Stay ahead of the competition with Podium. They have free plans for growing businesses, plus all the power growing businesses need to scale. Get started free. That's right, free today at podium.com slash buck, P-O-D-I-U-M dot com slash buck. That's podium.com slash buck. All right, I mentioned to you the Fouch, and I didn't want to deprive you of your Fouch time here because you may have thought, oh, wait a second, Perhaps I will have back my liberty. Perhaps I will be able to have a mask-free existence. It's no, not while the Fouch is still breathing through his three masks, his two pairs of goggles, and the other paraphernalia of mitigation effort of those who take the virus seriously. Here he is on uh, ABC with, I don't know, some news nerd. We're almost out of time, but I want to ask you about the reaction we've seen from prominent Republican governors. We've seen uh, Florida Republican uh, Governor DeSantis, uh, Republican Governor Abbott of Texas, uh, Governor Ducey uh, in Arizona push back strongly against the notion of, of mask requirements. Let me read you a, a quote uh, from Governor Ducey in Arizona. He said, Arizona does not allow mask mandates, vaccine mandates, vaccine passports, or discrimination in schools based on who isn't, is or isn't vaccinated. First off, Doug Ducey, Arizona. High five. Good job on this. Yay. No mask mandates, vaccine mandates, or passports um, in schools. Excellent. Uh, they are arguing that this is individual responsibility and individual's right to decide. What is your answer to uh, these, these, you know, these are Republican governors in some of the largest states in our country? John, I disagree with them. I respectfully disagree with them. The fact is there are things that are individual responsibilities that one has, and there are things that have to do with you individually which also impact others and get the spread of infection that we're seeing now the surge in cases john is impacting everyone in the country so although you want to respect it's impacting everyone in the country because little morons like fauci don't seem to understand the difference between cases and hospitalizations and fatalities or they don't care they'd rather everybody panic the washington post major news outlets are running with headlines about how it's just as easy for someone infected who is vaccinated to spread the virus as an un unvaccinated person to spread the virus. What they leave out is that it's much more unlikely for a vaccinated person to get infected in the first place. It's like saying, you know, if the condom breaks, it's just as likely a for person. a person to get pregnant as a person who did not use a condom. Yeah, but, you know, over 90 whatever percent of the time, the condom doesn't break. I mean, this is basic science stuff, but people just they don't care. They leave it out. It's individual right when you're dealing with a public health situation. And we are, in fact, in a very serious public health challenge here with a pandemic, with a virus that has an extraordinary capability of spreading rapidly and efficiently from person to person. So a person's individual, individual, 
decision to not wear a mask not only impacts them, because if they get infected, even though they say it's my decision, if I get infected, I'll worry about that. But the fact is, if you get infected, even if you are without symptoms, you very well may infect another person who may be vulnerable, who may get seriously ill. So in essence, you are encroaching on their individual rights because you're making them vulnerable. Ah, okay. You know, you should never be able to drive a car because you might cause a car accident. You should never be able to be in a car because you will cause a car accident at some point and could kill somebody. We, we could take that position, but that would be stupid and unreasonable. But that's exactly what Fauci is, stupid and unreasonable. Sky is a little fascist. He is the lab coat tyrant. He is your worst nightmare waiting in in the doctor's office for some just halfwit who's been in the game way too long and knows far too little to come out and say, you know, really, you shouldn't eat any red meat. I don't think you should really. You're a little chubby. I don't think you should really eat anything for, a, for about a month. And that'll bring your triglycerides down a little bit more. And your LDL and HDL, you know, science terms. And I think you should always wear a mask. You should wear a helmet not just on a bicycle, but inside of a car. Why aren't you wearing helmet? There are more head injuries in cars. This is true, by the way, than there are for bicyclists. So why not have helmets for everybody inside a car? Yeah, that's where we are now. The, the, the mask up, it's no big deal. Or mask up, it's like wearing a seatbelt. People are both the dumbest and most sanctimonious people you will come across in life. I mean, it's, it's remarkable that they managed to be both so dumb and so sanctimonious at the same time. You, you'd think it would be exhausting, like they might pass out from it or something. But you've got to be supporting my friend Mike Lindell these days. He is all about free speech, patriotism, and America, and stands up to cancel culture for those of us who actually believe in this country still. Plus, his products are absolutely amazing. All right, I've got my very own my pillows. I've got a few of them. And I've also got the mattress topper, the Giza Dream sheets, my towels, I mean, this morning I woke up on my Giza Dream sheets, sleeping on my my pillow. I put on my my slippers, and then I used a my towel to dry my hands as I was getting ready for my day. Okay, so I'm all about Mike Lindell's my pillow. You should be too. This is an incredible company with amazing products. Get great discounts on my pillow right now by going to mypillow.com. Click on new radio listener special square. That's right, the radio listener special square. You're going to see rotational offers of up to 66% off on products like their pillows, mattress topper, and Giza sheets, but also new products like the weighted blankets, robes, waffle blankets, and more. All MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Enter promo code BUCK for these great radio specials. All right, let's get uh, our friend Ryan Gerdusky in the mix now. He's the author of They're Not Listening, How the Elites Created a National Populist Revolution and a Political Consultant. Ryan, always great to have you. Thanks for having me on. So the infrastructure bill text is out. We've seen photos of the 2000 plus pages for the infrastructure bill. People are saying, well, one, what's in it? They might find out soon Two, Why are Republicans going along with it? What do you think about the whole infrastructure situation? Well, it's twenty seven hundred uh, pages long. I haven't obviously read the whole thing yet. Uh, you know, from what it seems like, it seems a very typical Washington, D.C., lots of slush money for different senators who are instrumental 
trying to get the bill passed. So there's a lot of money for uh, for Alaska, of course. Uh, Lisa Murkowski, who's a big supporter of the bill, she's getting a highway. Uh, Louisiana for Senator Bill Cassidy, he's getting a lot of money. Maine's getting money. Um, and that's very typical of Washington, D.C. bills. So I wouldn't be surprised if you find the Kristen Cinema, you know, interstate highway coming to, to part of Arizona very soon. It contains no money for border wall funding, which is what we were expecting. I think the most of what I've seen so far, the most kind of annoying part of it is that there's all these, you know, American made in America provisions that Biden is touting how it's going to be American made and all in America. And there's a giant waiver of the Buy America rule um, uh, in the infrastructure bill, which allows them to sit there and get parts from all over the world if they, quote unquote, can't find them in America, which is a waiver. I mean, it sounds innocuous, but the waiver is large enough that you can probably get most things from from not America. So is it basically Republicans go along with this because it's going to happen, so they might as well get something. Is that is that for the ones that are going along? Is that the attitude? Well, I think they, they I feel like they, they probably feel like, oh, we get something for our state. Remember, they don't have um, uh, senators don't have pork anymore. Um, it's not like the old days where they would sit there and get three hundred million dollars for for so. Murtha can get his own private airport. John Murtha was a former congressman of Pennsylvania who famously built an airport in his district that only he used. Um, that's not just doesn't work like that anymore in Congress. So a giant bill like this is a way is a big windfall for them to get billions of dollars into their individual states for badly needed infrastructure programs. I've been to many of these states where they're getting the, this money. It's not like they're, you know, it's not like it's uh, Tokyo. Uh, it's it, some of these states really desperately need some some funding. But I, I think that when you do infrastructure bills like this and everyone just kind of gets their own windfall, the overall picture of infrastructure is kind of lost. Um, and there's no real guidance and leadership for for anything. I mean, if you want to talk about infrastructure for one second, talk about supply chains. You, you, we saw during COVID, we have a major, major issue with our supply chain system. Well, you, know, you know, so much is built overseas, military supplies, healthcare supplies, all the rest of it. We want to bring those vital, vital supply chains home to the United States. The problem is, is that a lot of the infrastructure in the United States outside of the coastal cities is so, so bad and so kind of, uh, you know, gone that we have to put a serious investment in our own infrastructure in order to meet the demands of private businesses but rather than teaming up with private businesses saying what are what would you need to get you know a new whatever kind of business in ohio or in michigan or or nevada or new mexico whatever um we're kind of just building them and saying well does this work and then you know trying to make up the difference afterwards there's no real vision as far as how this infrastructure bill is going to actually improve things like supply chains for the average, you know, American industry and bringing jobs home and bringing, you know, uh, security home. What do you think about? I know we don't have the text yet. We don't really know what's in it, but I know that they're trying to get some immigration stuff through in the budget bill, which is also expected soon. Enormous, right? Three, three trillion dollar plus budgets, what they're talking about. But the Senate parliamentarian is supposed to prevent the but uh, the uh, immigration part from going in that looks like it's likely but who knows what do you think about this budget i mean are, are we going to get yeah it? we we spoke we spoke about this in your show a couple of weeks ago i spoke to two senators 
uh, last week who said they are looking more and more optimistic that the Senate parliamentarian is going to say you cannot put immigration in the budget, which would be probably I, I have a hard time seeing how a lot of Democrats then would go along with it. I mean, some some House Democrats may sit there and make some demands, but I, I have a hard time seeing how the Senate Democrats are going to going to defy the Senate parliamentarian when they, when they wouldn't defy her over fifteen dollar an hour minimum wage. I think when I, I think the biggest problem coming down the pipeline, um, if I had to sit there and 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 see anything, is I, I think if you want to see where the where the budget fight's going to be and where the uh, infrastructure fight is going to be. I think what you have to, I, this is going to sound very strange, but look at the upcoming special election in Ohio. Progressives are going all, House progressives are going all in for Nina Turner. If Nina Turner wins in Ohio, the progressive AOC caucus in the House will be large enough and now powerful enough where they could really blow things up if they wanted to. Um, and I would see, I would, I would wait and see if they feel like they're, they're more than just a debating club or an AOC, you know, fan group. Uh, I would sit there, wait and see if they, if, if they win Nina Turner's seat. Cause then, cause they've been making demands, uh, so far in the media saying, no, you need to include X, Y, or Z. AOC has been bashing Kristen Cinema left and right on social media. Um, uh, but so far it means nothing because Pelosi still controls a, a lot of the House Democrats. If Nina Turner wins and uh, House Democrats that they're uh, House Progressive Democrats that they would say we need to get more of our way, I could see them absolutely trying to blow up the budget. Uh, but as far as immigration goes, I'm talking to Senate Republicans who are saying the parliamentarian is increasingly likely to rule that immigration cannot be in any budget. Which is a good thing. What do you think about the immigration crisis right now as it affects Democrat prospects going forward? I know I know midterms are a long way out, but this feels like a crisis that is is only going to get worse. I mean, there's nothing I I know from just the federal side of it, the, the federal agency side of it and speaking to people in ICE and Border Patrol that everything that Biden and the administration are doing right now is just to process the illegals more efficiently and comfortably. That's it. Yeah, no, it's it is it is the it's the worst crisis in in since the Bush administration. It is, it's horrendous. Even even Obama would not let um, the situation get as bad as it has. Uh, it is, and and I think the biggest irony for the average voter is that you have you know mayors like Mayor Bowser talking about mask mandates and shutting down businesses again. And meanwhile, we are importing hundreds of thousands of people per month, many COVID positive patients with new strands besides the Delta variant in parts of South America uh, that we're totally unknowing about. I think that that is a really, really, really big problem for Democrats. And I think that, you know, if if the mainstream media could get off of their regular programming of three average COVID deaths a day in New York and talk about a really serious issue, it would be the border. I think that the only thing covering the border right now for um, Democrats is it's not getting the media attention it deserves and deserves probably a majority of media attention. Right Ryan, now. if uh, folks want to check out what you're up to with the fight against critical race theory and your pack, where should they go? Oh, absolutely. 1776projectpack.com. We're announcing endorsements for school board candidates at the beginning of September. But get involved, donate. Tommy, if you're running, it's very, very, very important. Ryan Gerdusky, everybody. Ryan, great to have you, man. Thanks. Thank you. All right, team, that's going to be it for the Buck Sexton Show podcast today. Thanks for, so much for being here. Please do send me 
roll call. And remember to go to BuckSexton.com. Check out the store. The store has T-shirts up, all kinds of gear, great things for you to get. You got Team Buck T-shirts. You've got uh, you got all kinds of merchandise. BuckSexton.store is where you go. The Freedom Hut T-shirt is amazing. All right, the Freedom Hut T-shirt you definitely want. They got Team Buck T-shirts there. Please get them and uh, and tweet out photos or, or uh, send me photos so I can post them. And if you get the whole fam, like five of you with them, uh, I'll be super excited. So please go to BuckSexton.store. I'll have an editorial up on BuckSexton.com on Wednesday. So pass the buck. Tell people about the show. And remember to send us roll call thoughts at Facebook.com slash BuckSexton. Great to be with you and give you a breakdown of the news of the day. Back with you tomorrow. Shields high.